always love meeting a new customer. Come on in. Everybody, welcome back to Bob's Tavern Cast, the show that's all about Hearthstone Battlegrounds. Live from Bob's Tavern, I'm your bartender Jay, and I'm your bartender Don, and just the two of us again this week. Um, yeah, stuff all over the place. Dave's not here, but before we jump into how the two of us have been doing, let's first thank our patrons who help bring this show to you each and every week. Um, you can join them over at patreon.bobstavern.hub. Here's a toast to the patrons of the tavern who support our adventures <laughs> and drink our mead. This thing has been, how have things been going? Uh, things have been going pretty well, I think. Um, I had surgery earlier this week. What? Uh, so just kind of been recovering from that. Yeah, it's been it's been good. It wasn't like a, a major gigantic surgery or anything. Um, they did put me under and all that. So, but it's just been been recovering this week and uh, grinding a lot of standard. I hit legend on the NA server, and then I actually have started pushing on EU, and have gotten all the way to diamond five. So nice. That's been going pretty well. Um, and yeah, I'm just, uh, I think I'm looking forward to like the next new thing for Battlegrounds. I am too. I don't know. And I will throw out there, yes, both of us know that there have been leaks. No, we will not be talking about them. Um, we tend to not uh, dwell on rumors and what other people have said. Uh, unless it is from someone from Blizzard and it is uh, their team being the ones that have said it because we have enough harebrained ideas. But I, like you, am also uh, looking forward to whatever the next thing Battlegrounds will bring us because it has been, I don't want to say that it's been kind of same old, same old because we did get a change. We got a, a little nerf with the, uh, um, Elistra nerf, which we talked about last week, but right. But at the same time, it's like the game hasn't really changed. Like it feels, it yeah. still feels like the same game for the past, like, like since early yeah. November. Yeah, I, and it's funny because actually, I was going to say that it's like, I feel like even though there was that nerf recently, it actually was I, I don't want to say it wasn't impactful because I think it has made a bit of a difference but it wasn't so impactful that it changed the meta or changed the way that the you know majority of games play out or anything like that which is why it feels the same like it was it was a nudge it was a nudge and it didn't drastically changed things so much that you know it's completely different and now we need to be talking about different strategies or anything like that it's it's still pretty much the same i think more than anything all it did was make um i don't want to say it made elistra unplayable it just made elistra not desirable um in my opinion right. like i just when when i see elistra like i'm just like do i really want to pick them 
Probably not. Is there anything else I can do that's better here? Like in my mind, I'm just trying to like tell myself this is not the the card that you Instagram anymore, uh, which I mean, yes, that's good. <laughs> but at the same time, again, it was like before you would play your game. And then if you saw Lystra, you grabbed a Lystra. Now you're just playing your game. And it's like it's the same game that you've been playing. You just it's just one card you don't grab. So, yeah, I, I definitely agree with you on that. I do wonder, um, I, I don't think at this point we're going to see much of a game change from heroes. I think they're going to have to come in and, and do some minion work or do like they did with the, um, the Dark Moon Fair event where, you know, hey, we're going to fundamentally change how you play the game. And not just who you're playing with. I, I think that now that they've opened that uh, that can of worms, now I feel like it's going to be hard to keep a lid on it because ultimately it did. It, it changed the game for the better. It made the game fun by doing another thing, making us think about something else. But now that's that's good and fine, but now it's old. Bring something new. And it has it has to be of equal or greater value of, as the last one. Yeah, and um, when when did they implement that uh, the Dark Moon Fair stuff? Um, November eleventh, and I only know that because I have the patch, <laughs> the, the pat article, the Dark here. Moon prizes. Yep, we've had the Dark Moon prizes since November. Let me just double check. That on doesn't that. sound right to me. <laughs> Let me just double check. You know what? You're correct. It was it was a patch after that. So December 14th. It was a 19.2 patch. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, but about a month now. It's been a month. And I feel like for Battlegrounds, a month with really no changes is a long time. Absolutely. You can't. And and again, that's why I I feel like the only auto battlers we talk about now are TFT and Battlegrounds. And that's because uh, Riot has always had a pattern of small adjustments, always tweaking, always adjusting, always moving. And it, it's always like we're we've increased the attack of this hero by point two, like just these small, small, small adjustments and tweaks that ultimately yeah. do make the game feel different every not every time you play it but you run the risk of every time you playing it it feeling like a different game which is a good thing um and then i think blizzard just has the amount of team and amount of support which we can we can kind of use that as a segue into uh the, my topic for this week uh there was a an AMA held on Twitter by Ixar and in it, there were a couple of questions regarding battlegrounds. We're not going to cover all of them, but I want to highlight the question by our own ridiculous hat, a uh, friend of the show, ridiculous hat. Uh, he said with the rise of BGs and the addition of duels, Hearthstone really feels like it's transitioning from a game to a platform, which is something that I, we've talked about here. Uh, how has the team adapted in terms of structure? 
and how's the code base held up and how's your day-to-day and year-to-year life changed. And uh, Ixara said, BGs are massively popular, which is good. It's fun and it's growing. We're trying to adapt ourselves into thinking that there can be multiple products under one umbrella. Uh, There are challenges with this. Our game wasn't originally designed to solve, but luckily we plan on being around a while, which is good because that tells me that like Battlegrounds, there is the intention to keep Battlegrounds around for a while, which is a good thing. The other side of that is also understanding that there are some fundamental issues with the client as is. And it's because it's it's like we have this square peg and we originally have this round hole and we, we managed to fit that square peg in. But of course, now that means there it comes with some problems. You know, some other stuff happens when you try to do that. So what I wonder is... Don, have you run into some problems that you've seen that are just kind of like, like, I feel like this should be solvable, but obviously if it, if it was an easy fix, it would have clearly had been fixed by now. Uh, no, (laughs) that feels like a very loaded question, I guess, like (laughs) nothing particularly off the top of my head. I mean, if we're talking like, battleground specific i mean the the glaring issue of taking tons and tons of damage and being killed in like two battles feels like an issue that should be fixed um but like in terms of making the game or making game modes or eh, all of that like it's definitely not in my wheelhouse so it's really hard to say as well if there's something that i feel like needs to be fixed I will say, and I was thinking more in terms of like, I think a good example of this is this has happened to me three times now um, in the last couple of weeks where I've been in a game, the timer runs out and nothing happens. And like Bob doesn't say anything. It doesn't say like, oh, you've been disconnected. It And, and the the thing that really gets me is even if I quit the client on like mobile and I like load back in, it'll go, Oh, Hey, you've been disconnected. Let's rejoin you back to your game. It takes me back into the same game at the exact same state where nothing is happening. Oh, weird. Okay. Yeah. I've I've never experienced that. (laughs) Yeah. It's like those little things or like my client will like the mobile experience in my opinion. And I know there's another message that he put out there. That's like, sometimes because you're developing for multiple clients, it you do run into issues that you just, you know, you struggle to fix because you might fix it on one and break it on something else. Or, you know, you want to implement a feature and that feature can be easily implemented in one client, but then it has a terrible user experience in another. Um, I I get that. I just wonder, like, how many times I've sat there like on reliable internet on a, on a very stable internet connection. And all of a sudden, like my game just quits and (laughs) reloads or my game crashes. And then like, I have to load into it. And it's like, when I'm playing battlegrounds, we've all been in that moment where we've wanted to get something done or we've been like right in the middle of it. And it's like, Oh, Hey, I just made a golden minion. Awesome. And then your game crashes and you're like, I want to, no, I need to play my minion. Let this happen. Um, and then of course, when you queue back in, you've 
lost a insurmountable amount of damage and you're like, well, I was not supposed to win this game apparently or even get close because there's nothing I can do about that. Oh, wow. So yeah, see, I'm glad that you have that insight because uh, I don't play a lot on mobile. Um, And when I do, like, especially now, since I'm, uh, you know, full-time streaming and doing stuff like I'm really not leaving the house. So even when I'm playing on mobile, like I'm on my secure Wi-Fi at home, like, and I don't really experience a lot of these weird issues, um, but I don't play a lot on mobile. I really play mostly just on PC. Um, So, yeah, I don't know if I've really experienced a lot of that stuff before, but wouldn't surprise me if there's issues like that. And I, I know a lot of people that play on mobile uh, have had issues. <sighs> well, and it's like, it's so hard though, because they, they can't just not have those options. I think uh, that would be way too detrimental. Uh, it's a weird, weird situation to be in um, from their side, I think. Yeah, and it, it's it's one that, I mean, again, obviously, I like the game enough to do a podcast about it, so it hasn't been a deal-breaker in my book. <coughs> but I think the one, the one thing that is really hard for me is, like, it's more of a... See, it's more of like a how much do you want to invest into a game? You know, it's like if, if you're ever playing a game and you're like, Oh yeah, this is fun. And, but it crashes like every 10 minutes and then they're like, buy our DLC. And it's like, do do I want to like, I'm having fun playing the game, but then like the amount of investment into it makes it a little bit more of a challenge. And that has, that was like never more apparent than 2020 where, you know, I tried playing battlegrounds free to play and I like, you literally could not like it. You just couldn't amount the amount of gold required. And that's since changed. And that's like, I'm, I'm happy to announce like for the first time uh, in a long time, I'm going to be able to use gold to buy my, my battlegrounds pass, you know, for the next patch when that comes out. And I'm super stoked about that. But I also wonder, like, if the game if the game isn't being maintained for how I play it, is it worth me investing <coughs> investing the time or the money into it like I have been want and known to do? Yeah, that's feels like it's a whole topic on its own the the debates about you know the cost of it and free to play versus you know pay to win whatever people want to kind of refer to it as uh which is kind of interesting because i feel like you you're you know bringing all of this up in in regards to like xr coming out and talking on twitter answering questions um there was i was it alec dawson maybe or i can't remember I can't remember exactly, but uh, one of them kind of recently came out and was saying that, uh, you know, in they're working towards actually making things more accessible for people and easier, uh, you know, when 
they don't spend as much, you know, things like that, which is great. And I really want to see how they are going to implement that. I don't know. Maybe uh, we do have the BlizzCon line coming up soon. Uh, and what? That's like the beginning of February. Yeah. So two or three weeks. Um, you know, so maybe we'll get some sort of information on what they're going to do to to make that better. But I'd imagine if they're if they're thinking about that, they're probably thinking about it in terms of all of the modes that they have, right? Because they're trying to draw in an audience for all of these modes and this, you know, get all of these games in one place. So they have to think about how they want to make things accessible for all players and to draw in audiences for all these modes. Yeah. So I'm interested to see, but yeah, I mean, maybe they're going to make it a little bit easier, which they already have, like you said, a little bit easier for that. Um, but I, I wonder what else they're going to do to continue that trend. Yeah. And, and I don't have the information, so I, I will say XR and maybe I should have thrown, I should have like shot my shot there, uh, on the, the XR tweets when he did the AMA I'm like, Hey, will you come on our podcast? Uh, you know, maybe that would have been the way to get him on the show, but, um, by all means, like, I, I have a ton of questions just on like playability and um, like who's how many people are playing on each type of device. Like what's the question about desktop versus mobile? Like who's playing what? Because in my mind, I feel like this is like a moneymaker on mobile, but I have very little insight to the actual numbers on there. I know the streamers are playing on on desktop, but like how many people are streaming Hearthstone versus playing it? So is that a, an accurate depiction of the community? Um, but still, I think that that is, it's, it's always going to be an interesting, interesting topic when you have Blizzard employees come out and talk about the game and like some of the challenges that they face with it. And, you know, none of this is to say like, oh, I'm upset. I'm never playing this game again. This game sucks. It keeps crashing. None of that stuff. Like I, I, Love the game. I play it more than any other game. Um, I think that I have to make decisions. You know, I have to make adult decisions because I have to be an adult. Um, as a husband and a father, I can't just dump all my money into the game. But whenever I do have a little bit of extra money, it's like, do I put that into a game that, you know, I I tend to invest a lot of time in or do I put it elsewhere? And it's often those those little questions that that make me challenge whether or not the money will go to Blizzard or if it'll go to you know some other project. But that's enough of that. Let's let's get into the gameplay itself. Don, you had a you had a great little topic, so I'm I'm gonna yield the floor to you. Okay, no problem. Uh, yeah, I just. Uh, for anybody who is familiar with maybe some of the, you were talking about streamers, um, Nicolina is a streamer and she's been doing a ton of YouTube stuff. Uh, her content for Battlegrounds recently uh, on YouTube especially has gotten insane. It's so good. She's been putting so much work into it. And uh, her most recent video, um, and I think we can, we'll include uh, the link to this in the show notes and everything. So if you want to go find it, or you can just look up Nicolina on YouTube. Uh, but she put out a video um, talking about power leveling and kind of the 
when you should, when you shouldn't, like what is power leveling, uh, what heroes take advantage of it. Uh, it was a really good breakdown. But I, I just kind of thought maybe we could talk a little bit about power leveling in general and just um, kind of the direction that the meta goes. And she talks about it a little bit in her video as well. But it's something that kind of goes in and out of the meta, I feel like. Like sometimes people power level a lot, you know, and it's, it's very common and sometimes it's not. Um, I think in her video, she mentions that it feels like towards the end of a meta, like after things have settled, which is kind of the, we kind of talked about this earlier. But that's kind of the point that we're at right now in this meta where we've had these Dark Moon Fair things for like a month now. There hasn't really been a lot of big changes or shakeups. Things are kind of settling. People have figured out kind of how to play, what's good, what's not. And that tends to be where you start seeing those big you know, swings of like, oh, people hitting for 15, 20, 25 damage, whatever. And then people get tired of taking all that damage. So then everybody just starts power leveling because you see the couple of people that are doing all that damage in the lobby have been power leveling. And then it flips and everyone says, I'm tired of that. And then they start power leveling. Let's um, start with the definition, though. Like, what are you calling power leveling oh, in this yeah. case? So power leveling is pretty much just leveling very quickly. Um, she actually describes a couple of different, like there's kind of the standard curve where, you know, you're leveling uh, basically on the turn two and then, which is four gold. And then you're leveling again on seven gold. And then from there, it kind of branches off. Um, mostly the power leveling is like from three, four, five tiers, uh, tavern tier. So you're kind of jumping up really quickly, not really staying at one of those lower mid-tiers for very long. Um, and there's even times where, especially power leveling, you'll actually level uh, two turns in a row. Got it. So one of the things that, you know, you mentioned was traditional leveling around, um, you know, turn two, which is what you said, four gold. So four gold, seven gold, nine gold are kind of the three traditionals that I've always seen. And then from there it gets a little, you know, you, you level when you have like six or seven gold available, you know, and so that way you can level, refresh the pool and grab a minion. Um, the kind of that traditional pattern. So in, in this case for power leveling and a lot of this, and this is where I think that power leveling has become a, a kind of a bigger issue is the penalty for power leveling and like you said, leveling two times in a row was often you didn't have enough you didn't have enough gold to actually do anything for two full turns, and that was always a painful point because battlegrounds is, in my opinion, best played when you're making an adjust at least one adjustment adjustment every turn, um, buying into something, making something golden, putting something on the board adjusting your lineup, like leveling up when you're able to do something and it's almost in, in like a tier of like strongest moves, the weakest moves and leveling up has always been a weaker move with the stronger payoff the following turn. So if you level up, you level up again, you've literally done the two weakest things that you could do two turns, but you're hoping that the payoff is so strong that you make up for the damage or for the, the loss in tempo that you may have had to me, 
the thing that has made power leveling so prevalent now is the hero powers. Um, Omu obviously yeah. is, in my opinion, is a problem where yes, you know yep. you're able to level up twice and still get a minion because Omu gives you that two gold back. Um, uh, Elise, who is right now the strongest, uh, most consistent player in the game, you know, hero in the game, is you know you're getting that discount on a guaranteed next tier minion. So if you go from Tavern Tier 3 to Tavern Tier 4, you can pay two gold to get a guaranteed, you know, Tier 4 minion, which is bonkers. Um, So now you have a lot of these heroes that can get heroes on a discount. Um, Not just those two, but you also have uh, Yogg, you have um, the other old god, uh, was it? Yashraj that does that as well. And you're you're doing all of this, but you're not losing tempo. And that's where power leveling has become almost a necessity to keep up. And we've we've talked about it before of like this pain point of because you chose not to power level, you might be fine until the turn where everybody's tier six and you're still tier four, you lose, and then you get hit for 40 points of, you know, you know. A joke, but like 20 to 30 points of damage and the game is over for you. And that is not a fun pattern of like, I'm having to, I've got a bad hero. I've got a bad board state. And now ultimately I'm going to lose because I played my existing hero the way that it feels like it should be played. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I mean, there are a couple of the heroes that you mentioned for sure. I, I would even say Alex Straza can benefit from the power leveling. Well, that that's different. Uh, that, that's that, yellow you know, Straza, discover, and that doesn't count. Well, <laughs> I, I don't know. I think it could still count because you're still getting that. It's it's not on the same level as Omu or Elise, you know, but it still can't like Alex Straza can still benefit from that power leveling, uh, and it's. It's interesting too because, like, right now we also have these, uh, you know, benefits of the Dark Moon Fair prizes and stuff. So, if you're able to get something that helps your economy or something, you know, extra two coins, well, that could be the difference between buying a minion and leveling in the same turn or not. And then, like you're saying, that just kind of, well, if you didn't get that or you have a hero that's also not really benefiting from power leveling, you're really kind of in a bad spot because someone has a great hero for leveling and they found that extra bonus. And it's like, ah, well, that just feels even worse. And, and not to make it all about me and my ideas, but going back to the kind of the first problems that I had were like, you have these disconnect issues when the entire panel is power leveling you're not penalizing them if your game crashes. So like, I feel like it's, it's such a power leveling right now is like one of those things that like, because everybody's doing it, it is easier to pull off without being penalized. And I I think that's, that's the thing. That's the thing that makes this a challenge is like, um, I finally learned the, the quote unquote Yog or not Yog. Um, Nazoth strat, which is, is it Nazoth? No, 
It's not Nazoth, it's Cthune. <laughs> I've named all of the old gods at this point. Um, no, it's definitely Cthune, though. The Cthune strat, which is like you don't actually buy a minion on Tavern Tier 1, you just use the hero power. Because the next turn, if you get on a token, then you get a token, you sell one, and then you use the hero power again, and you've just given it plus two, plus two. And you're now ahead of everybody, even though you're behind on board state. And that gives you the, I mean, I, I literally pulled a second place finish trying this with Cthune the first time I tried it. I was just like, this is dumb and I'm going to keep doing it. Yeah. Well, you know, but referring back to uh, Nicolina's video too, she did mention Omu and Elise like you did, but she also brings up Maev, Rafam, Milhouse, Yogg, um, because, and sometimes Jandis, but you think about those, they're getting discounts or they're getting, uh, you know, free or, or extra minions for that, that discount too. So like you said, it's kind of being able to still do stuff on board or buy your things and level, you know, and, and get that bonus. And yeah, but once people figure all that out and that's... <sighs> I feel like we've talked about this before as well. We start seeing those lobbies where like, yeah, oh, there's just the top four heroes all in the same lobby. Like that's because we've, we've gotten to that point where people have figured out those are the best or, you know, those are the most consistent. And then, yeah, then that's when you get those lobbies where it seems like everybody is just leveling. Oh. And if you're not in that, then it's a struggle. And then adding things like, issues of because of client disconnects or whatever just makes it even more difficult and then there becomes this disparity uh it feels it feels like a not very fun pattern of the meta yeah and i i wonder how they can i mean obviously you know bug fixes and performance updates aside like how you fix the power leveling issue and I think a part of it is just, I don't want to say adding power to the lower level minions, um, but I think there has to be some desire to stay in that middle tier of, of minionhood. Maybe it's you put more options in there so that there's more opportunities for golden minions. Um, maybe it's, you penalize for overleveling by removing access to um, a certain percentage of those minions. I don't know. Like I don't. I don't have the answer to that. But I wonder if there is an a solution from the development side that could could almost punish you for making that decision to level up. Of like, okay, you can level up as soon as you're ready, and you're going to get access to these stronger minions. But if you've got you got two of you know you know two of these these tier three minions sitting on the board maybe you want to wait maybe you want to wait you know just another turn maybe you want to wait until you can you know refresh the board a couple more times and give yourself the ability to golden this minion before it gets harder to do so yeah and see this this is where we kind of start talking about like what they could do what you know the challenges i feel like that would be both really difficult to implement and also discouraging in a way for people because 
there there is the risk that if you just power level and we again we talked about this when we've talked about like Alex Straza, you know the the yellow yellow Straza strat which but, never fails <laughs> right <laughs> but there is the risk that if you just spend your whole time and leveling up that your board is going to be super weak and you're just going to take a ton of damage and then you're going to die now People have learned how to do it so that they don't die or they aren't taking as much of a risk to be able to do it. But I feel like for me, one of the things that I've noticed lately is there was a point when tier four minions felt a lot stronger. And so you could sit on tier three and then get a golden and get a tier four, or you could sit on tier four for a little while. And it felt pretty good to stay there until you were ready to, to go to five. But I feel like the tier four minions just aren't aren't as good. And so it, it feels a bit more punishing if you stay on four for too long. Because then it's like, well, what what are you really looking for if you stay on four? It They don't feel as good to me. So it feels like you really need to just go to five and six a lot faster, uh, a lot sooner in the game than previously. And... Uh, I don't know. I'm looking at tier four now and it does look like, I mean, I see like a lot of these are situational. Uh, Defender of Argus should have been removed from tier four a long time ago, but uh, I digress. I, I see like Cave Hydra, Bolvar, Anoyo Module, Egg, um, High Main, and Toxfin. And then there's like some of the newer stuff there. And there's Gold Grubber and like Rip Snarl. Like, there are some good minions here, but it's like once you grab you like you grab them and go like, OK, what's my strategy? If I'm going pirates, gold grubber or rip snarl, the second I have one, I'm, I'm out of here. I've got Elise's to find um, if you're doing a beast comp cave hydra. If you don't find a cave hydra within like one turn, you're just like, all right, well, moving on. Got to get to tavern tier five for like a mama bear. Um, I think that it's. I agree that tier four used to be a lot stronger. I feel like tier four used to be a lot stronger because tier five minions, not because of tier four. Um, I feel like when you're looking for it, <laughs> partly, yeah. Yeah. Like when you're, you have a cave Hydra that you can golden into a, you know, Goldrin. like, yeah, that, that's a pretty good strategy. Like that, that's a good idea. If I could, you know, if I could golden rip snarl captain into a, in a, an Eliza or, you know, something like that, that would be cool. But because everything is at six, because most of the stuff at five has been kind of reduced in power. I mean, five is the same way. You're there to get Baron Rivendare, nothing else. Like if you're going Murlocs, you might be there to get like uh Begurgle or something like that. But you're at the end of the day, or if you're dragons, you're going for Razor Gore, but at the end of the day, that's three minions out of a total of what? Um, quick math says about 18 to 20. So three minions out of 20 I'm looking for. Nah. So at the, at the end of the day, I'm going to Tavern Tier 5 to look for a Tavern Tier 6 minion. And that's what I wonder, like, with the, ad, with the addition of the Dark Moon Fair cards, one thing that I've noticed is the heroes that want to power level 
are often the heroes that you want to swap their hero powers once you've done it so that you can keep leveling or you can keep like powering up your board. Yeah. Yeah. It kind of feels that way. Yeah. But the just, I don't know, like, you know, like I said, I just, I, I saw this and, you know, again, shout out to Nicolina. Her content has been amazing. Uh, but it's just, I don't know. After watching it, I was just like, yeah, you know, I guess I've never thought about it in the specific context, but the more I've been, because th- I've, I've just been thinking about it so much since I watched the video and it's like, yeah, there's, there's a whole thing with like power leveling and then why it feels better at certain points. And then I started thinking about tier four minions. And I remember a point when I used to stick around for tier four for quite a while. And now it's just like, I don't want this stuff. <laughs> like, ugh. Um, but then at the same time, I remember a point where tier four felt so good that people would just stay on tier four or you, you would just go to tier five. And it's like, there's no point in even going to tier six. And so I don't know if it also comes down to there's a bigger discrepancy in the power level of the minions and then they try to nerf things or move things between tiers and then it gets all messed up again. And then, you know, and rinse and repeats. Uh, just just an interesting uh, topic and cycle that I, I wanted to bring up. Well, I, I love the topic and thank you, Nicolina, for the amazing content. And yeah, subscribe to her channel if you're wanting to improve your game. Um, Nicolina is definitely one of those people that have been around um, that I've I've heard about for a long time. And I'm not that, you know, I'm not an OG in Hearthstone means by any, any name. I've only been playing the game for like three years, two years, three years, something like that. I don't remember. Uh, but yeah, I think that's going to wrap up the show. Uh any anything fun going on for you, Don, in the upcoming week? Um, well, I, I guess Blizzard has, you know, made the announcement of an announcement that next week they're going to announce uh twenty twenty one esports stuff. So I'm looking forward to that. I mean, you know, typical Blizzard fashion though, the announcement of an announcement. Um, so I'm kind of just looking forward to getting some esports and tournament announcement stuff. And, you know, I'm, I'm just kind of looking forward to kicking some competitive stuff into gear and see what changes they make and what's all going to happen. And yeah, I don't know. Same old grind, but we'll we'll see what exciting new announcements come out. I'll be looking forward to that, too, because that will give us something to talk about on the show. So uh definitely keep your eye and ear to the ground and again we thank all of the people that help bring this show to you on a regular cadence our patrons uh if you want to talk with them if you want to talk with our community if you want to tell us your ideas or thoughts or opinions on power leveling or client bugs and the like you can do so in our discord there will be a link in the show notes to to join there um but that I think it's going to wrap it up for this week. I don't have anything going on. Um, a lot of work stuff. That's that's me. The all work and no play. Uh, and but yeah, if if you want to connect with me, you can do so online. KJYMiller.com. All of the social medias, except for the ones that I don't go on uh, at KJYMiller. And then of course, tw- streaming from time to time on Twitch as well under the same name. What about you, Don? 
I can find me streaming a whole bunch, especially during the week. Uh, that is at twitch.tv slash dragon rider DK. And you can find me on Twitter. Uh, Twitter uh, handle is at Donnie DK D A W N I E D K. And then, you know, Dave isn't here, but uh, you know, he's part of uh, our Amber flight gaming crew. He's part of the show. Uh, so make sure that you go check his content out. He does streaming and he's on Twitter, uh, both at Dr. Fish, uh, Dr. spelt out and Fish, F-E-E-S-H. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I think we should all raise our glasses and here's a toast to leveling up on, on turn two and four. Welcome and back to that now nobody. And maybe done. on eight. But after you've done that, hopefully you will Please have some minions on the board. I don't see how, you know the but rules. best of luck to you and all your games. But you gotta leave because Welcome tavern's closed, everybody. Your dark corner is ready for booting. Eudora, we have to have a little chat about your tab. I didn't know you were in town, Chew. Still cracking heads? You are a diamond in the rough, Always a pleasure.